You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome back to 32 Fans. I'm Alex Chester. With me, as always, Wheels Wienerker. Wheels, how's it rolling? Rolling great. I want to talk about what everyone is excited about, and that is the Cincinnati Reds. (laughs) Wait, can I talk about uh, UConn for a second? We're recording this right before the Final Four has happened. Yeah. Just an incredible, I mean, this is three different coaches now who have taken your team to the Final Four in the last couple decades. I mean, is there another program that's done that with three different coaches like that three coaches no caroline had dean smith and roy williams i mean they could do it but also those Uh, were two like blue chip of blue chip coaches wait what was who was uber davis the coach last year and not roy williams yeah roy williams is gone you know what i'm saying but last year was his first year not this year so i mean they did make the finals with uber davis but yeah and you kind of like i mean a lot like the spurs when they make the finals you know when they get deep they win Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, it was weird because I said to people like during at the beginning of the year, like, oh, I don't think this team is, is going to lose all year because they were, you know, they destroyed Alabama, who was the best team and they didn't lose. And then they got to the Big East and they just like lost every other game. Big East is rough. Um, but now they're good. It's very exciting. Yeah. Well, congrats. Um, huge the problem is the times there. are brutal. For the games for you, you mean? No. Oh, do you want to talk politics for a second here? Uh, sure. Which country's politics are we talking um, well, how about this? This is breaking news. Um, the so the the U20 World Cup soccer World Cup for the youth World Cup. Um, now nah, we'll talk about it offline. It's not so interesting. Oh. <laughs> it's about Israel. No, right. It's supposed to be in Indonesia, but they basically won't let Israel in. So they're not they're not going to host. Now they got to find a new place. OK. All right. Um, the U20. What is that? What sport? World Cup, you like, like it's basically the Junior World Cup, uh, and in foot in, in football and soccer, in soccer, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right, okay, well, that's that's what we're here for. All right, so listen, there's Pepe's on the team. Or it's ma- it's March 29th, so we got a couple days left uh, in bracket season, and, and much like uh, the NCAA tournament, bracket season for us could even go into April. We'll see how it goes, but we do have a couple of brackets here uh, today for you. One on the main feed, one on the patron side. On the main feed, we are also the day before uh, the baseball season starts. And so this is going to be our MLB preview bracket style. So we put the 30 teams uh, into a bracket, uh, 15 on the NL side, 15 on the AL side. And we're, we're going to and we're seeding them one to 15 based on the preseason uh, over unders. 
And uh, we'll pick again in classic 32 fan style. You pick the winner, however you want. You could pick who would win a one game matchup, a seven game matchup, who you think will have a better record this season, who you think is a more interesting team. I don't care. Whatever it is, the brackets for fun. But um, let's get started in the National League with uh, with your beloved New York Mets, who are the three seed playing against uh, the 14 seed, which is the Rockies. Um, you know, how are you feeling as a Mets fan coming into this season? Obviously, the sort of the biggest news in the last couple of weeks is that your, uh, you know, your superstar closer gets hurt out for the season in the WBC. Did that put a damper on your excitement or where are you right now? It did. I mean, certainly going to the games is the most exciting thing, you know, hearing yeah. the trumpets Trump and stuff. And, yeah. It's a bummer. He's, you know, an electric player. He, they basically did not lose a single game last year because of Edwin Diaz. Mm. Uh, he did yeah. not cost them one game and out of, you know, 160, whatever. Now. Uh, they they're returning almost the exact same team. Yeah, you know they they almost brought you know Correa to really like make the lineup super deep. But this is a, an identical lineup to last year. Uh, the the other than you know the obvious injury you pointed out of Diaz, the only real flip is just taking out Degrom and putting in Verlander. Yeah. Um, but they do have a bunch of like massive hitting prospects to potentially man either infield positions or catcher or DH. So they the, the pipeline is deep for every position except the bullpen. I think now, they're really good. The problem it, is it's a loaded division. Yeah, and the other concern is, I mean, your your two starting pitchers are both your top two starters are both like forty years old. Very old. They're very old, yeah. and, and and they've you know, been very good as recently as you know last year. Like the, last we're year, not expecting yeah. them to fall apart. Like they were both you know two of the best pitchers in the league even last year. Mm -hmm. But um, I mean, what what is the rotation depth beyond those two? There's a lot of rotation depth. So they they signed Cody Senga from um uh from Japan and he has this ghost pitch that people are excited about. Yep. We'll see. Um, but but they Carlos Carrasco's solid back end guy for sure. Quintana would have been a solid back end guy, but he is now out for probably half the season. So uh uh David Peterson, who pitched to you know a 3.80 ERA last year, they, they have a lot of depth. Like Peterson, McGill is pretty decent. He's gonna be in the minors. So that uh, they, they can't afford to lose more than one guy, but they're uh, they're okay rotation wise. Mm. And is there anything uh, we can say about the Colorado Rockies for this season? They're kind of, they're pretty boring. Um, you know, the, Chris Bryant could really mash there this year. That sure. wouldn't surprise me. Uh, but they have a lot of they. You know, they have a lot of guys who are who are fine. But I, the problem is the pitching staff is just atrocious. You know. Yeah, German Marquez, Kyle Freeland, Freeland yeah, the same guys. Gomber is these are like. I mean, the Rockies are just, you know, where pitchers go to die. No, the, the Rockies suck. Yeah. Okay. Rockies suck. All right. So uh, the Mets advance to the Sweet 16. Congrats uh, to the Mets. Uh, your, uh, your arch rivals, the the Braves, the uh, the two seed here, favored to win the division over you guys ever so slightly. Mm -hmm. what, what If you had to pick a winner in the division, who would you go with right now? I think the Braves. I, I just think the okay. Braves are so deep. Um, they have prospects coming out of their years. Like, I, I think it has to be the Braves. All right, and then, then they are matched up against the worst team in the NL, the Nationals. Anything to say about the Nationals? Will Steven Strasburg ever play again? I mean, is he on the team even, Steven Strasburg? Uh, I mean, I assume he's on the 40-man. Is he on the 60-day IL or something? I guess, I'm just guessing. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I hadn't really thought about him. You know, I probably have owned Strasburg in fantasy more than any other player in any sport. Hmm. I drafted him every year for a million years. So I do have some affinity for him, and I, I did buy tickets for his opening start and make $400 off them by flipping them all for... 100 each okay um yeah i mean but they have i mean they have a triple a AAA lineup the yeah. nationals yeah i mean a guy who couldn't make the mess tom smith is is in their lineup. Corey dickerson is like 
classic like, oh, we don't have a player. Let's get Corey Dickerson for a month. You know, he's their cleanup hitter. So okay. they suck. All right. Uh, the seven ten matchup in the National League. Uh, the seventh spot is the Brewers, who are a team who has, you know, been a contender, at least in the in the mediocre uh, central for the last few years. But it looked like last year they weren't really trying to compete. They were taking sort of a semi step back. I think because the central, uh, you know, obviously in both leagues is still the weakest division. They, they still have a shot at, at a playoff spot, even though they're probably, you know, uh, at least half a step behind um, the, uh, the the Cardinals. What's your feeling on the Brewers this season? Yeah, I think they're a couple steps behind the Cardinals, but maybe, you know, who knows, maybe a team like the Mets or the Phillies could falter and they can sneak into the playoffs still. Even as a wild um, card, you're saying? Yeah, yeah as a wild card. Because it's going to be very tough in both leagues for a central team to win, to make a wild card spot, especially with the new unbalanced, uh, with the new balanced schedule. Uh, yeah, agreed. Yeah, I don't love their their lineup, um, especially the, bo- the bottom half is one of the weaker ones in the league. Their pitching is great. Uh, their starting pitching is really, really good. So I yeah, you know, still very good. In, yeah. in theory, that could carry them, but they are like the definition of an above average team. They're above average. They're not very good, but they're there. And, and then the and then the Marlins are an interesting team because you know the the division is so stacked. There's three teams that are clearly above them, which makes it very hard. But mm-hmm. I think they kind of overperformed last year. They you know Alcantara is you know arguably the best pitcher in the National League. Um, they they traded for Luis Arias, who is certainly one of the most fun players to watch. Even if uh, you know ultimately, I think he's going to be diminishing returns. Especially they want to play him at second base, where I don't know how his knees are going to hold up. Um, so this should be a fun team. But do, do the Marlins have any avenue to the? I mean, they would need massive injuries to like the Phillies and the Mets to have like any kind of reasonable. I shot, mean, right? yeah, I guess they they would really need uh, yeah some luck from other teams, bad luck from other teams, plus some young players to really. Turn it on, which is possible. I don't. Yeah, Jorge think Soler can uh, can really hit. Um, they have Chaz Chiselman center, who uh, who I like. So a lot no, of fun yeah. guys on this team. Yeah, that's basically a star turn from their younger players is the answer. Yeah, and who would you pick uh, between the Brewers and the Marlins in the seven? Uh, I'll take Milwaukee. Okay, so Milwaukee, the seven seed. Advances. I am kind of high in the Marlins, but yeah, it's a bad matchup for them. All right, uh, the six eleven is the Cardinals and the Diamondbacks. So uh, I think in both leagues, um, the the none of the top five teams are in the central. So the, the Cardinals with the sixth bit, bit best total are uh, atop the central. Yeah. I'm I would go over. I think two of my overs are the Cardinals and the Marlins in the NL. Okay. I really like their lineup. I mean, it gets you you go down into like you know Jordan Walker who made the team as a prospect and Edmund. Like these are the Guys, the bottom of the order, they really, you know, can can stretch it one one to nine. Nobody knew Lars Newbar before the WBC, but now people know him. And Goldschmidt and Arenado in the middle. It's really a rock solid lineup. Uh, then, it's annoying. I wish the Cardinals were really bad. They're like the Steelers, right? They're never really bad, and it's annoying. Yeah, I agree with you. That's a, that's a very apt comparison. Uh, best fans in baseball, and then the Diamondbacks. You know, their total is a little bit higher than it's been the last couple of years. Um, but I don't see like what what's the upside here? Again, it's just like the division is so hard. The teams atop them, especially you know the Dodgers and the Padres, are going to win almost two hundred games between them. Well, I it's think just, the goal is just to build through their young players for sure. Okay. Um, you know, Corbin Carroll could have a really exciting uh, year as their leadoff hitter. But yeah, I think the you could name you know five of the guys in their lineup. Honestly, uh, yeah, they have they have to build through. Evan Longoria is here, I think. Right? I don't is he is he on the team? I think is, is he, he healthy? Isn't he their starting third baseman? Let's see. Pretty, Diamondbacks yeah. opening day. I didn't have him in my notes. Yeah. Um. Uh. I think Kettle Marte is at second base. Yeah. They have a couple interesting guys. No, they do. They do have interesting guys. Yeah. Um. But it's just such a. It's such a. The division is yeah way too hard. Listen. There's 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 three there's four tiers. I think there's the elite teams, right? Which yeah. are the Mets and the Braves and the Dodgers and um, and then there's the very Padres, teams, which are basically 
Okay. Yeah, and the Padres. Sorry, and then the, then you have the the Cardinals and Phillies, and you want to put the Brewers in there. Fine. And then you have a handful of mediocre teams, and if you squint, you could say, okay, a team like the Diamondbacks or the Marlins are in there. And then, yeah. and then you have, and then you have the really bad teams, which is you know the Pirates, Reds, Rockies, and Nationals. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I hope Madison Bomb, uh, Madison Bumgarner is having fun with his horses because he, you know, made a choice to take. Less you know, money uh, you to... know my theory of of you know the Madison Bumgarner story that he dated a girl with named a girlfriend. Madison yeah, you know my theory, like it's the fakest story of all time. There's no way it's true. I it's mean, fake. have it's we not fake. met? Have we not fake, met the girl? Fake, fake, has the, fake. Has the no, girl never the, come out? Of course not, because she oh. doesn't exist. Have we ever met Manta Teo's girlfriend? But then it's no. such a weird. Why make up that story then? Like, what's the upside? People are liars. But I, I agree. But like, what's what's the motivation for that lie? I don't know. It's, I don't know yeah. who started it. There is no way it's true. Okay. It is impossible. Yeah, I mean. If there is a female Madison Bumgarner in the area, them dating. I think somebody once said it's like a really common name. There's like hundreds of Bumgarners in that. Are there city he was from? There's. I know two plausible. I know two totally unrelated David Bumgardens from two totally different places in my life. That's kind of okay. But Mm -hmm. um, I don't think the two Davids ever dated each other. In fact, I'm quite confident they did not. Okay. Um, all right, so so Cardinals, Diamondbacks. Uh, you 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 feeling upset? Yeah, let's go Cardinals here. Okay, all right. So we got no upsets yet. Um, and then the, the five twelve matchup is the battle of Pennsylvania, the, the Phillies, uh, you know, coming off a sort of a crazy run to the world series, which really sort of gives hope to everyone, which is you make the playoffs uh, unless you're the twins, anything can happen. Mm-hmm. Um, the pirates, I know we have, um, uh, Tim Westline, a big pirates fan in, in our patron chat. And he thinks like, you know, uh, lock that they're in over. Um, I just, the, their rotation does not inspire any confidence for me. I mean, Rich Hill, who was over the hill, no pun intended, like four years ago. Yeah. He's, he, I mean, what is he, their number two or number three starter? He'll retired like 15 years ago. Yeah. So he was like a basically. twins backup option in 2020 and couldn't pitch. I just don't, you know, obviously O'Neill Cruz, one of the most exciting players in baseball. Andrew McCutcheon's back, I guess, for yes. you know, the swan song, sort of the uh, the NL version of of what the of what the um of what the Royals have in um in um what the hell's his name? Uh, Zach Greinke, excuse me. So uh, Carlos Santana's uh, still hitting apparently for the Pirates. The, their lineup is a little interesting to me, but just I don't uh, other than Mitch Keller, there's no pitcher on this team. I have any faith in whatsoever. Yeah, Mitch Keller's their opening day uh, starter and beyond that, they really don't have much. Um, yeah, no, I think it, it's going to be a long year for Pittsburgh. OK, so so Philly advances there and then we have the Padres Reds as the 413 matchup. The Reds have basically become like the Twins farm system in the last couple of years, which is kind of funny. <laughs> they uh they they keep training guys to the uh to the Twins. Um, I I do think that their rotation is a little bit interesting, Hunter Green and Nick Lodolo. But yeah, the um, rotation the rotation has a little bit of upside. But their lineup is like, who are you going to the ballpark to see? You know, yeah, Votto I think is on, the, is on the injured list. Yeah, Votto's injured. So I mean, Will Myers exciting? Are people getting? I mean, Tyler Stevenson's a good catcher, but you know, he's yeah. one of their best hitters. Yeah. Um, all right, so we have Padres here, I assume. Yeah, yeah. All right, and then and then the eight nine matchup. I guess the only hope for for a quote unquote upset in the National League here in the first round is the Giants and the Cubs, a couple of leg- legacy franchises who are who are sort of stuck in neutral right now. The Giants obviously randomly won 106 games out of nowhere two years ago, and then immediately reverted to the mean. And I just, especially with the amount of money that the Padres and the Dodgers are spending, it's very tough to see an avenue for the Giants, the Cubs on paper are a worse team, but because of their division, I think the Cubs have much better. Yeah, they have, they have, they have more of a path. That's true. The Giants are a weird team. Um, 
they have like a bunch of the same outfielder. Jock Peterson, Conforto, who missed last year, and Yaz are pretty similar guys. They might hit a bunch of home runs, honestly. Um, and I do like their pitching. So I have the Giants winning this matchup. Okay. All right. So the Giants are winning is, is pretty deep. Yeah, the Cubs, uh, I think, who's the Cubs opening starters? Is it Marcus Stroman? The Cubs, I believe it's Stroman. Yeah, yes. so Stroman is uh, like 90% of what he says is sort of entertaining and interesting. And then the other 10% is like, you know, like anti-Semitic conspiracy theories. And it's uh, very, which he's are, annoying. Uh, I, I, he yeah. just tweets too much. Like Marcus Stroman, what do you make? $20 million a year? <laughs> save save Twitter for the normies. Like yeah. you don't have to be on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, you say that your your owner makes uh, billions a year, and he's uh, he's all over Twitter. Yeah, but he he's not in the mix that much, honestly. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. All right. So let, let's uh let's get to the second round here in the NL. So the one seed, the Dodgers, fresh off their bye. By the way, that we didn't we didn't talk about the Cubs, but since they lost, if we could talk about them for a second, it's they're like the they're the July thirty first team because they have like Ian Happ, okay, yeah, Trey Mancini. Uh, Cody Bellinger, Eric Hosmer, Dansby Swanson, like any one of these guys, like every year is available July 31st. Yeah. If you want to trade for them. Yeah. It's like a bunch of like guys who are good enough that you want to trade for them, but not good enough that you have to keep them. Yeah. I mean, they spent a fortune on Swanson, which, you know, it was such like a ridiculous shortstop free agent market. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, He was the one just because he's sort of more defensively reliant and his offense is sort of the poor. So I'm sort of the least confident in him of, of all sort of the, the, mm-hmm. the big, uh, big money shortstops who moved around this summer. Uh, this winter, excuse me. All right, so the Dodgers, the one seed, obviously still ridiculously deep as always. Uh, they are against the Giants, so we got a nice uh, rivalry matchup here. Mm-hmm. Again, the Giants won more games than the Dodgers as recently as two years ago. But uh, yeah, is, I mean, is, listen, is there any way to see the Dodgers losing this matchup? No, I don't think so. I think their rotation is so deep. I think they're not even they're you know relying on Kershaw now more as a good pitcher, not as their yeah. as their ace, and and the lineup is just brutal to get through. I mean, yeah. they, they could really stretch very deep this year, so. Hmm. Dodgers winning. All right. So the Dodgers winning here. And then the four or five, the Padres and the Phillies. This is a, you know, a matchup that we very likely could see in the playoffs. A very interesting matchup here. Yeah. I think the Hoskins injury is really big. I think the, I think the Phillies lineup without him is, is pretty questionable. Um, So I, I, I do like the Padres there. I think. I mean, the, the Phillies the, rotation though, Nola and Wheeler and walk. I mean, like it's a very serious rotation. Yeah. It's a bunch of twos like Taiwan Walker is a two or a three. Wheeler to me is a two or a three. Nola's very good. Yeah, I know there's um, a one and we But listen, the teams that they're going up against and even in their division, like, you know, you're the Mets. You have to play Alcantara five, six times, including on opening day. And yeah, and the Braves have a million of these guys. Who well, are you're not, you and, don't face them five, six times anymore. You only have 13 matchups against your divisional opponents. Oh, that well, this year, that's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Um, but um, I'm, I'm just saying, like, th- so there's no one who you're losing sleep over, which some of the other teams do. You lose sleep maybe over Scherzer if he still shares it. Okay. All right. Uh, Mets Cardinals. Uh, you want to pick an upset here? Or yeah, I am. I think I'm going to pick well, the Cardinals here. Wow. I just think the Cardinals lineup is really solid. And your Mets I, gone much earlier than expected. Like you said, we're relying on two guys who are like combined 83 well, okay, years old. So, so Stevie would be very disappointed. Obviously, you're clearly going to find between now and in the in the postseason a replacement for Diaz. You know, at the back of the yes, they for sure can find bullpen help. That's certainly something that will be available. There's a bunch of tank teams. They will yeah. unquestionably, literally, his brother is on the Reds and is a very good pitcher. They could trade for him, Edwin Diaz. So um, I, I, that's not my concern. the The real issue is that this lineup basically had no like nobody was hurt all year. Alonzo literally played 162 games. A lot of the other guys were pretty close to that. They just did not have a major hitting injury all year. The only health issues they had were Degrom, who's always always has health issues, right? Um, mm-hmm. So, um. 
Yeah, I, I just think that, the, yes, they, listen, they won 101 games last year. If they, they could be much worse and still win 92. So I'm yeah. not like nervous about the team at all. I think the bottom of the lineup guys are pretty underrated. Kana is solid and Escobar is, you know, better than people think. But I, I just some of these other te- like, who are you? Who do you you know, who's frightening in the in the Mets lineup? Like, I love Alonzo. He was on the bench during the WBC. You know, McNeil is the batting batting champ. He was also on the bench in the WBC. Like, they have a lot of A-minus guys. Their first five guys, Nimo Marte, Lindor, Alonzo, and McNeil, are all, like, solid A-minus guys. Is Eduardo yeah. Escobar your starting third baseman? Uh, he is. Hmm. I mean, Escobar was fine last year, honestly. He's yeah. Uh, he's an average. He's a league average player. Um, But they have, they literally have two really good third base prospects. It's very weird. They don't have a single pitching prospect in their top like 10,000. They just don't have any. And they don't really have outfield prospects. So they have two like top 100 catchers and two top 100 third basemen. So you don't I don't know what happens to the guys who lose those uh, those battles, but they have a lot of hitting prospects all over the all over the infield. All right. And then our last uh, NL Sweet 16 matchup is the Brewers as the seven against the Braves as the two. Uh, Yes. Uh, the the the, Bra- the Braves should easily win this. I think the Brewers yeah, are a Jewish ace. Tough. By the way, it's always nice to see a Jewish ace. Mm-hmm. Although, he, yeah, he, uh, he didn't do the WBC. I, I think yeah. I think with with Milwaukee, they are actually in real life a very hard team to face in a short series because they have the power pitchers. But I yeah, I like the Braves here. Yeah, um, Max Fried. Um, there's a and, uh, Dean Kramer in the Orioles rotation. So there's a couple of uh, very Kramer. Good I think Jewish, is the opening day starter for the Orioles. Yeah, a couple season. of very good Jewish uh, starting pitchers right now. Yeah, the better Jewish uh, ball players than uh, ever before. Yeah. All right. So uh, Braves Cardinals. Can the Cardinals good. knock out another uh, an at least uh, elite team here in the Final Four or the Elite Eight, whatever we're at? Uh, no. Nah, I have the Braves over the Cardinals here. All right, and then Dodgers Padres, which is uh, the most exciting matchup I think in the NL. Good matchup, yeah. I've I have the Dodgers winning though. Dodgers Braves NL NLCS or NL Championship, whatever okay. we're doing here. All right, yeah, yeah, whatever you want to call it. All right, so uh, the NLCS in our little bracket would be Dodgers against uh, Braves. We'll come back to that. Why don't we go over to the AL? Okay, so you take over. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, well, actually, before we do that, yeah, uh, you know, we're not posting a video chat here, but I do need to note that you're, uh, you uh, are, are, have shaved your beard, which I haven't seen mm-hmm. in quite a while. Yes. Can I ask you what products did you use to shave that beard, or or did Mara use? Yeah. Do you want to play um, Wheel of Fortune? Uh, sure. I'm spinning the wheel. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Five million dollars. Five million dollars. Um, is there an M? There is an M. One okay. M. One M. Um. All right. I'm gonna spin again. Yeah. Do, 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 do. Mm-hmm. All right. Is there a um? Is there an R? 
no, there, uh, there's no R. Damn. No R. Okay. All right. You're it's out. your turn. Are you gonna spin yeah, or would I, you like to solve? I'll buy I'll buy some vowels. I'd like okay. to buy an A. Wait, don't, don't you need money to buy vowels? Can you start? I don't know how we'll first. They give you a few hundred dollars to start these things. Okay, so you're gonna buy I'm an A. All right, ding ding. Two A's. There's two, there's two A's. A's. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's yeah, M A blank 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 A. Wait, an S? N and S aren't vowels. Well, now I'm I'm just like I spun oh, and now super just... spin. Okay. Anyway, it's manscaped. Spoiler alert. It's manscaped. Yep. So yeah. is is this the uh, the beard hedger pro kit 2.0 that you're using? That of course, yes. That's Very exactly nice. what I'm using. Nice. And yeah. if you don't use that, you're a loser. No and again, when we say you, we we really mean Mara. Yeah, whoever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, whoever's shaving your beard, that's what they're using. So uh, very impressive. And um, what 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 promo code did Mara use to get twenty percent off and free shipping? Thirty two fans, her favorite podcast. All right, so don't forget uh, manscaped.com. 32 fans. All right, let's uh, let, let's move over to the American League. Mm-hmm. All right, so the American League, we'll start with the 8-9 matchup, the, the White Sox and the Angels. The, the, the White Sox, they really lack depth everywhere. Mm-hmm. So I think they, they need to stay very healthy to have a chance. Luis Robert is like a poor man's Byron Buxton. Included in that is that he has Byron Buxton's health. He has never played 100 games in a season. So a, a lot of concern there. I do think the White Sox top of the rotation is, is pretty solid in, in Dylan Seas and Lance Lynn and, and Lucas Giolito, Mike Levenger, even uh, f- former uh, Indian. Uh, and so the, the White Sox, I think, probably have like a 15 to 20 percent chance of winning the division. And then the other, you know, 80, 85 percent is, you know, split, you know, uh, Guardians, Twins, maybe 45, 40 or something like that. I'm not really high on the White Sox this year. I think that they're I think there are several steps behind the the Twins and the Guardians. The Angels, I just I mean, what do we say? Like, we finally got to see some postseason um, some playoff baseball from Mike Trout and Shohei Otani. It was in the WBC. It was not for the for the Anaheim Angels. And they've been, you know, they've basically been like an extreme version of Stars and Scrubs throughout Trout's career. And Stars and Scrubs does not work in baseball. It's a 162-game slog, and that's why this team has never, you know, made it to the playoffs. They did invest in, in some, like, depth this offseason like their their rotation like their lineup they're no longer trotting out minor league players uh, across their lineup as they were yeah you know, no definitely the they've year. definitely improved the team yeah but i also think you know this is almost certainly going to be show his last season in anaheim so there's a ton of pressure for them to make the playoffs and, and do something this year because there may not be a next year i i just don't love after after Shohei like uh, sandoval like tyler anderson I don't, I don't really love the rotation at all I think if they were playing the White Sox in a three-game or a five-game set, I'd probably take the White Sox. But I'll say, and again, I don't really know what we're doing here with this bracket, but let, let's say it's a one-game matchup. It's a March Madness mm-hmm. style. I guess I'll take the Angels just because of Shohei and Trout over the White Sox, which uh, which means that we have a nine-seed advancing, which is the first upset we have. But I just, I I feel bad because this is basically the last hurrah for Trout, right? Like the, he's not going to be with Shohei next year. And so if he doesn't make the playoffs this year, it ain't ever happening, right? Yes, correct. Shohei's gone, so this is their last chance. Yeah. All right. So, but I'll, I'll put the Angels through here. Um, the four thirteen matchup. We have the Rays against the Tigers. The Tigers. I really have nothing to say about them. Um, you know, they they invested heavily last year. They spent a fortune on bringing Javi Baez over. He was absolutely terrible. Um, I just the, the, this team. The 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 only upside for the or the the only upside for baseball is that there's fewer games of the the of the Tigers and Royals playing each other this year there's only 13 instead of 19 because I think Tigers Royals is the least watchable matchup in baseball mm-hmm. even, even less match even less watchable than like Diamondbacks Rockies there's no reason to watch a Tigers Royals game um, we'll have fewer of those 
and then they're going against the four seed, the Rays. We'll talk about the Rays in a second in their next matchup. There's there's no uh, there's no reason to discuss them yet because uh, the Rays would easily beat the Tigers, right? Yes. All right, five twelve is a little bit interesting. The five is the Mariners, famously according to your rankings, one of the ten least relevant franchises in sports. Yeah, you, so big retweet from uh, NBA Central. Yeah, which is just people talking su- about it. Such a crazy take. The Mariners have um, Julio Rodriguez might be the best young player in the American League. Um, uh, Jared Kalenic, who has a career OPS in the 500s, he has mm-hmm. been absolutely mashing it this spring. Uh, yeah. listen, you a lot hear of that guys, every spring. Yeah, a lot listen, of guys we... claim to have a retooled swing in, in um mm-hmm. in spring training. We'll see, but I just think like this team has a legitimate chance to steal the division from the Astros. Luis Castillo, Robbie Ray, like they have a very good, they're very good all across the board, and I think um I think they're an exciting team. I think they're a highly relevant team. So I disagree with you there. Um, the Orioles are like you know the Orioles basically dramatically overperformed last year right mm-hmm. they're still probably one to two years away from from real competition they have arguably the best farm system in baseball but that yep. isn't you know they're not ready i think yet in 2023 to translate into major league baseball success i hate their rotation right we talked about they got a, a jew as the opening day starter dean kramer he's fine but he's not you know a number one by any stretch of the imagination kyle gibson uh you know a long career is a very met guy in minnesota and texas I just Cole Irvin I, on the uh, from the A's. Yeah, no, it's sure, not a good rotation. It's I, I, it, there's no disasters, but it's not impressive. Yeah, I, this team is I, I's definitely going to win fewer games than last year. I think. I think so. I think yeah. so. I mean, maybe the kids like Rutschman and Henderson just go absolutely bonkers, but I think you're probably right. Yeah, I, I, and again, they they have a great farm system. I think the Orioles will be really good in 2025, but I don't think we're there yet. So we'll uh, I'll advance the Mariners here. The three fourteen is the Blue Jays against the Royals. The Royals again, like the Tigers. There's nothing to say. Uh, Zach Greinke coming home for like a, a final goodbye, sort of the same thing as McCutcheon, as I said in the NL. Um, Greinke's a Hall of Famer for you, yes or no? I think no. I'd really have to crack the numbers, but the one time I looked, I think I, I landed on no. But okay, because it's going to be hard. There aren't a lot of starting war. pitchers. They're he's not, over seventy WAR. Yeah, there are not. There are not a lot of starting pitchers. Uh, from the next generation who are going to, you know. Now, when you're saying no, just to be clear, you're saying that you think he won't make it or you're saying that you would not put him in your side? Oh, I think he won't make it. Um, I don't know. He could have an interesting post-career. So who knows? Yeah. Again, I just the the number of guys with 70 war to not make it is very, very low. So I think um, I think he should make it. Whether he Mm -hmm. will or not remains to be determined. The Blue Jays are a team that I was much higher on last year than they ended up being. I think a lot of their stars underperformed. Jose Perios, obviously, you know, gave it more homers, was abysmal. He's basically been terrible. It's been a lose-lose, that trade, because Austin Martin's also struggled for the Twins. Um, uh, uh, Kikuchi was not good last year. V- v- Vlad Jr., his OPS was like 200 points lower than the year before. Yeah, I think that if all of these guys bounce back, because there's going to be some reversion, or, or um, uh, uh, not reversion, but uh, uh, what's the opposite? Perversion. Yes, whatever. Uh, I think a lot of these guys will be better. I think these guys are going to bounce back. I think the Blue Jays are going to compete with the Yankees for the division. Uh, Gaussman is always good. Uh, Barrios should be fine as a third pitcher. Obviously, Alex Manoa uh, is another great pitcher. So I'm very high on the Blue Jays as I am almost every year. Um, I think I'm the original hot take artist. I said in, in the 2000s, in the first decade, the aughts, when the Twins made the playoffs, what, like seven times in nine years and the Blue Jays never did. I said I thought the Blue Jays were a better team. Just, uh, you know, they had to play, you know, 80 games a year against their division. Mm-hmm. Um so I think that the unbalanced schedule will also help the Blue Jays because uh, fewer games against the Yankees and the Rays and more games against the crappy teams in the NL uh, in the AL Central. Why well, in the NL? Um, so I definitely have the Blue Jays here. Any uh, disagreement? Any thoughts on these teams? Yeah, the Blue Jays are fun. They're very exciting. Yeah. The Nepple babies all over the field. Yeah. yeah. Listen, they're earning it, though. Mm. 
All right, six eleven matchup. Interesting. We have uh, the eleven is the Red Sox. Um, this offense really hinges on Masada Yoshida. Like they gave him ninety million dollars over from Japan. Mm-hmm. He's, he's a very small guy for a guy with a lot of power. How? What's his size? I think he's like five eight. Maybe it's a little Dustin Pedroia ish. Okay. Um, their their rotation. I mean, Chris Sale. When's the last time Chris Sale was Chris Sale? Like Mm-mm. we each had like two kids. I think when Chris Sale was last Chris Sale. Yeah, Sale. Um, I don't know how you think we. There was a time where we each had two children, but sure. Um, <laughs> twenty eighteen. How many? You had three kids in twenty eighteen. I right? guess no, 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 that's fair. Um, yeah, yeah Sale Kluber. Yeah, no, I think their rotation sucks. Yeah, uh, the Guardians really came out of nowhere. I mean, you know, the 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 Twins led the American League Central for uh, into September last year. And then the Guardians ended up winning it by double-digit games. A lot of young guys came out of nowhere. Uh, this was a team member. They were cutting costs. Like we said in the preseason episode last year, that the expectation was that Jose Ramirez would be traded. And, yes. and, and the Guardians would basically start over. Instead, they ended up extending him. As I said, they they blew out the Twins in September. Um, other than, other than you know, the top-line starter was Shane Bieber. And, and I, it's not clear to me when you line up these two teams. Like, where do the Guardians have a major edge? Um, I do think they should be a slight favorite to win the division. Um, and I, I think they're a pretty heavy favorite over the Red Sox here. Uh, yeah, no, I agree. The Guardians over the Red Sox. Okay. So Guardians over Red Sox. Uh, Twins Rangers is our 7-10. The, the Twins, you know, last year had like a historic level of injuries and um, which, and they, they I don't know if you want to call it reacted or overreacted, but their goal in the offseason was depth, 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 depth. We need more depth. We need more depth. This team has an embarrassment of riches. They have five starting pitchers who have been an opening day starter in the last three years. Um, obviously, not all for the Twins because uh, that's not how math works. But um, you know, for for different teams, um, so they have an. I mean, they have an embarrassment of depth. I mean, they have multiple MLB ready starters in the minor leagues right now. Bailey Ober has a career 3.82 ERA as a starter in the in the major leagues, and he's in the minors just because right now everybody's healthy. Now, how long is Tyler Malley and Kent Maeda going to be healthy for? Who knows. Um, so like my, I think this is the twins team, uh, kind of like the Timberwolves actually, I think they're very much built for the regular season because they have, they have a lot of depth. They don't have so much star talent. My big concern is like, you know, I asked you at the top of this podcast, how you were feeling about the Mets. I feel like there's been an inverse, um, relationship between sort of the national opinion about the twins this spring and my opinion about the twins, by which I mean, when the spring started, like when spring training started in early February, the twins win total was like 81. And it's kept climbing. Now I've seen it up to 84 and a half. And I'm the opposite. I came in to the spring very positive, very optimistic about this team. As I said, they have depth all over the place. Definitely question marks in the rotation. Which of these guys are going to be healthy, you know, or they're going to have to immediately start going to the Bailey Overs and the Louis Verlands. But um, it's been the the lineup where I'm really worried. Jose Miranda, um, their starting third baseman, who, you know, was really good as a rookie last year. He um, he might not be ready to start the season. Jorge Polanco, who's been quietly their third best player or even their second best player over the last two or three years, had five war a couple of years ago, like a very, very good, very underrated player. He's starting the season on the IL. Who knows when he's going to come back? Alex Kirilov, you know, who was a top 20 prospect just a couple of years ago, can't stay healthy. Um, he's starting the season on the IL. So a lot of guys injured in the lineup to start the season. Um, when all those guys come back, Royce Lewis hopefully comes back midseason. I think then they'll be a lot more impressive. But to start the season, I'm a little bit nervous. Byron Buxton is starting the season at DH. They want to try and keep him healthy. Um, although they signed Michael A. Taylor, who's a, a poor man's Buxton, you know, just arguably the second best defensive center fielder. He's won a gold glove. So that that's good. They're going to have a really good uh, defensive outfield. They've uh, they've given Joey Gallo a chance to bounce back. Um, you know, we'll see. We'll see whether he can uh, hit above the, the Mendoza line. I, my, my biggest concern here is just, 
are, again, they had so many injuries last year and, and sort of the default assumption is okay. So when the injuries revert to the mean, then they're going to bounce back to the team. They were, you know, the, the team that was leading the division for five months last year. And, but that's not how injuries work. Like, it's not like, Oh, everybody was injured last year. Now everybody's healthy last year. Like if everybody's injured last year, they might be injured again this year. Again, three of their starting nine players in their lineup are not starting uh, on, on opening day. So a lot of concern there. What's uh, as, as a guy who doesn't pay that much attention to the twins or even the AL altogether, what's sort of your uh, takeaway on the twins? Yeah, I do think that I think they, they, like you said, they have a lot of pitching depth. I think, um, you know, the rotate, like the, the lineup is still trying to find like its identity a little bit after having a few years of just like home run crazy. And now I, I, also, like how, like how confident are you about the bottom of the lineup, honestly? Because once you get past Buxton and Correa, how many guys are really scaring you out there? Well, if every okay, so Vasquez was like the was the was the number two catcher on the free agent market, and I think the Vasquez Jeffers um, combo at catcher is definitely very much above average. Uh, Correa, when healthy, Miranda. I mean, so uh, again, just to talk about their depth. Kyle Farmer has been the starting shortstop for the Reds the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. certainly not a great player, but you know, he's a fine player. He's a backup for this team. Now Donovan Solano, who just rakes everywhere he goes again, he's a backup player for this team right now. Eduardo Julian, who uh, Julian, sorry, uh, Julian, I think who, if you watch the WBC was like the best hitter on the Canadian team, just blasting homers all over. He's starting the season in the minors, but um, if the Polanco injury goes longer, he could be their regular second baseman mid season. I don't know. Or maybe Royce Lewis will be, they, they, so they have a lot of depth here, but yeah, but if, but if they have to play every single day, Michael A. Taylor and Kyle Farmer and Solano, if those guys are starting every single day, yes, then then I have a lot less confidence. But if they have their ideal nine, uh, Correa, Miranda, Polanco, um, um, who Buxton, Nick Gordon, Kirilov, if all those guys are playing, I think I'm very confident in the lineup. The question is, again, we have three out to start the season. Um, and, and so that, that's what makes me a little bit nervous. I just I, I don't have any faith in this team staying healthy, which is why. When it was 81, I said lock over. Now that it's 83 and a half, 84 and a half, I'm a little bit more skeptical. Again, they don't get to play 80 games against the AL Central anymore. So that's going to be much tougher also. So I think they're probably around, you know, an 85 win team, but um, which is w- 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 with the uh, with the Guardians being the same, I think they're like 50-50 to win the division. But I'm, I'm very nervous. I don't love these injuries. Uh, here in this matchup, they're playing the Rangers. The Rangers are almost like the poor man's Padres. They just they keep spending a boatload to bring in big names with little to show for it. Is there a more high variance player in baseball than Jacob DeGrom? No, I mean he's no, I don't I, I don't agree that's true because he's always great when he's there. So I don't think sure. he's the if he's healthy, he's the best pitcher in the world. But like, are you confident he's gonna throw 50 innings? Yeah, I think he should throw 50 innings. Yeah. All right. If um if DeGrom is healthy, I think that the the Rangers are gonna uh, steal a wild card this year. But I just I, I don't know what reason we have to think he's going to stay healthy. Uh, yeah, I think. Yeah, I mean, they definitely have a lot of upside. What well, as a Mets fan, are you uh, are you taking uh, are you are you rooting for him or are you like, yeah, good riddance? I'm done with no, I think you want to I think you want to be like proven that like, OK, we gave up at the right time. Yeah. OK. You know, because in order for him to make the Hall of Fame one day, uh, presumably with a Mets cap on, he needs to uh, stay healthy and perform well for the Rangers for a few years. Probably probably needs a couple years with the Rangers. Yes, at least a couple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Who would you pick in the seven ten matchup? Twins Rangers. Um, I will go with the Twins. All right, fine. I'll go with the Twins also. Um, they're obviously not going to have a chance in the next matchup because uh, the two seed is the Yankees. Uh, the the fifteen is the A's. The A's over under is in the fifties, which is just like uh, how low can you go when you're how many fans they have. number. 
It's crazy. Like they won 60 games last year. They traded away Sean Murphy, their best player. The Angels, Mariners, and Rangers, all probably better than last year. I just, unless unless they're playing your favorite team or Shohei Otani's involved, why would you ever watch an A's game? Yeah, no, it's uh, brutal. Sh- Shintaro Fujinami, if you're interested to see how, you know, how, um, how um, a, a Japanese pitcher uh, fares coming over. I guess maybe that's of some interest, but yeah, the, the A's are unwatchably bad, uh, bad team, bad stadium, bad everything. The Yankees, Rodon, Rodon is already hurt. Um, and so, you know, the rotation after Garrett Cole, a lot of concern, I think a lot. I mean, you know, uh, D- Domingo is fine and Nasty Nestor. Did you see his ridiculous, um, his slow pitch, fast pitch thing on Twitter? Yes. Where he uh, he held his foot up for like 10 seconds which i guess that's technically not a balk right that's part of that's arguably just part of your ridiculous there are going to be guys who do you know uh like break the you know find their ways around the rules and then the rules will have to change yeah the thing i think i'm most afraid of in baseball this year is anthony volpe turning into the next Derek jeter no that would be disgusting yeah which i I don't think he will be but the fact that he's already coming up uh, uh to start the season in the majors uh, you know, makes me a little bit nervous. Uh, nothing against him personally. Just the last thing I need is for a Yankees, uh, to, you know, to have like a franchise shortstop for the next 15 years. That would be highly annoying. Um, but they obviously beat the A's here. And and obviously the Yankees by law always beat the twins. So um, the Yankees go into our elite eight and uh, who will they face? Will they face the Blue Jays or the Guardians? What are your thoughts here? Uh, I will say the Blue Jays. Yeah, I, I said earlier, I think the, the Blue Jays can win this division. And so I will definitely take the Blue Jays as well. And I want to take the Blue Jays over the Yankees uh, in the Elite Eight to go to the ALCS. Or no, I have the Yankees. I don't know how we settle that, but I have hmm. the Yankees. Um, well, you're a quarter Canadian, but you're, uh, you're, you're four quarters New York or New Yorker, right? Mm-hmm. I, I'm, uh, I'm half Canadian. And uh, what am I? Am I uh, do, do I count as a New Yorker at this point? I don't know. I, I, say, I say the Blue Jays. I, I no, say you live in New Jersey. Breaker. I I, t- I get the tiebreaker in the AL. You get the tiebreaker in the NL. Fine. We don't want the Yankees advancing. Like what? What? This is our own made-up bracket. What? What benefit is there to put the Yankees forward? Okay. What's next? All right. Okay. All right. So that means uh, we uh, we put the Blue Jays ahead. All right. Astros, Angels. I think this is where the Angels run ends. Sorry, Angels. Sorry, Shohei. Yeah. Sorry, bye, Shohei. Angels. Yeah. And then Rays, Mariners. I'm gonna take the the Mariners here. You know, again, you think they're boring. I think they're an extremely exciting team. The Rays, Tyler Glass now is going to miss, I think, at least the first month of the season. And like, sure, the Rays are always deep with good young pitchers who nobody's really ever heard of, but but they they need Glass now. Like, I'm looking at their rotation without him. It, it's uh, Shane McClanahan, Drew Rasmussen, Jeffrey Springs. Again, I'm sure these guys are better than I know of because that's what the Rays always do. But I, I just think that the, the Mariners uh, have a better lineup. I think the Mariners have, have more star potential, and I, I want to pick the Mariners here. Okay, go for it. All right, and then I want to take the Mariners over the Astros also. Like, with the caveat, I do think the Astros are the best team in the American League. I think um, even even with um, you know Justin Verlander gone and Altuve gone for at least a month, I still think they're easily the best team. But I just, I mean, after Valdez and Javier, who in their rotation do you really trust? No, I agree. The Seattle lineup is is excuse me. The Seattle rotation is really solid. I don't love. I don't. I mean, you have to really buy Kalanick. You know. Yeah. You have to buy that something's going to happen there because I mean, there's not a lot of upside on the um, on the Suarez and AJ Pollock and JP Crawford, a lot of the guys in their lineup. So unless you think Julio Rodriguez is going to be the best player in the sport this year, which is possible, like I think wh- he's what ex- projected for like the fifth most war in the American League this year or something yeah. like that. Um, 
yeah. Um, I, I want to take the Mariners. I think a Mariners Blue Jays ALCS would be really exciting. Okay, I wouldn't have. I mean, don't forget the Astros were were league. were a 500 team in the in the COVID shortened season just a couple of years ago. Of course, they then went and swept the Twins in the first round. But um, all right, so are you okay taking the Mariners here? Yeah, go for it. Mar- Mariners and Blue Jays are my two favorite non-Twins teams. Um, they always have been for a variety of reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, th- I think a Mariners Blue Jays ALCS would be really, really, really exciting. I don't really know which way I would go. I, I would lean Blue Jays, but I, I could see it either way. What are your thoughts? Uh, let's go with Seattle. Okay, so Seattle, uh, according to Akiva, one of the 10 least relevant franchises in sports, and now they're all of a sudden in the World Series of our little made-up. Might have to move up to like the 60s next year. Yeah, all right. Um, and then Dodgers, Braves, and the NL. What happens there? Uh, I like the Braves. I like. I, I think I have the Braves winning. I think they have the most solid all-around team. And I think they have to win the World Series over the Mariners. Well, we said the Blue Jays, didn't we? Excuse me, over Toronto. Yes, Atlanta, yeah. Toronto. There we go. Uh, so it'd be a rematch of 1992. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that would be fun. And you have the Braves winning the World Series. Yes. Are, are, the, are the Braves your most hated team, or is it definitely the Yankees? Uh, the Yankees. Okay. All right. Well, uh, congrats, Braves. You won this uh, made-up bracket that we have. Um, is that your actual uh, World Series pick for this year? Yes, the Braves are my World Series pick. Okay. Um, for the purpose, uh, I-, I-, I will say Toronto. Um, I- I'll say Toronto. I have coming out of the American League this year. I think uh, Jose Barrios will pitch much better. And I think in the National League, I will take. I mean, I don't want to take the Braves. Also, that's boring. I'll take um I'll take your Mets. How about that? All right. I have the Blue Jays beating your Mets. Okay. That's fine. I have I'll the World it. Series returning to Canada the first time since uh 1992 or 1993. But uh the Braves are the winners of our bracket for the purpose of this exercise. Akiva, uh good luck to you. I Mets. hate exercise. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh should we make our, our our annual commitment, which is the twins and Mets in the World Series? We will go to a game together. Yes, for sure. All right, done. All right, we'll talk to you. Bye. 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 You got a diamond. Got nine men, got a hat and a bat, and that's not all. You got the bleachers, got them from spring till fall. Got a dog and a drink and an umpire's call. What do you want? Let's play ball. Is that a fly ball or is it a seagull? Coming in from the lake just to catch the game. It's the last inning. Our guys are winning Dave's put down a smoker A strike And you got no doubt What do you want? Let's play ball Bring on a white socks, bring on a bow socks, bring on
Carolina Brewers, the Rangers, and the Yankees too. We'll beat the Indians, we'll beat the Tigers, we'll beat the A's so bad, gonna make Billy Blue. What do you want? Let's play ball. Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too it's a thing and now the truth is out there i can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus